How's it going, everyone? I'm Hayden, back with 20 Minutes or Less on a very special episode. Today I'm joined here with uh, Will Foley and uh, one of the coolest artists I know. And Will Foley's, Will Foley's such a big fan of him is uh, David Petrioli. Did I, did I say it right? Petrioli. Good enough, man. Good enough. Good yeah, en- it's good. Good enough. Good. So, David, something that I wanted to ask you is... Um, your work, like, I, I love art. I absolutely love art. But there's something that always sits with me with your art that how it's, uh, I, I don't want to say, like, minimalist, but it's so, like, I love the shapes and stuff that's all in it and the faces and stuff that you do. What inspired you to make that as your style? Is there a specific artist or anything that you look up to? I guess my, I was a big fan of Francis Bacon. I think my first introduction into art was uh, Bacon all the way. Um, I've only been drawing painting for about three, four years, so I don't have like a long history with it. But, you know, I was going through, you know, depression, you name it, whatever, just a a, a tough couple of months and years. And uh, I don't know, I was just trying to find a way to channel it all. And from somehow I just stumbled upon art. But, you know, most of the modern art and stuff like that just doesn't really hit the nervous system. So... Um, I came across Francis Bacon and like, I was like, this guy gets it. He understands how to portray the inner struggle in such a aesthetically pleasing way, you know? So, um, so he's a, he's a big inspiration as far as like mindset and and creative process approach goes. Um, As far as like what I currently do, I do a lot of faces and I use a lot of oil pastels. So there's a lot of less brushwork and a lot of more, I don't know schizophrenic hand movements right yeah um so now i would say i don't know but just for conversation's sake and to simplify it i'd say it's it's now what i see is a combination of like basquiat's work as far as like you know the very impulsive markings mixed mm-hmm. in with you know a lot of the existentialism you'd see in bacon you know so yeah that's not i didn't go into art thinking that way but it was much later when people would ask me, well, how would you describe it? And that's how I, yeah, that's how I summed it up. Of course. Will, you look like you have something to say. Yeah, I love bacon. I love him. Yeah, no yeah, one does it like great. him. Absolutely no one has ever done it like him. Um, and, and, dude, everything about him is, is great. Um, there's very few artists that seem to, I don't know, be able to create a visual of the, of the most deepest pit of what the human soul can be in, you know, and, and also yeah. make it beautiful. I don't know. It's very poetic. Very poetic. Yeah, man. Oh, it's, ex- it's extremely poetic. Uh, uh, Will today, not even an hour ago, showed me a piece by you that I had never actually seen before. It was some of your more, it was, uh, it was the piece that you did of, uh, Jesus carrying the cross yeah yeah i yeah. loved that it was yeah, such I a cool it was such a cool take on it because it it was obviously your style right but mm-hmm. like it was taking something that we all know right and then exactly. putting it on spin on it it was one of the coolest things that i've ever seen done in art I, well i appreciate that and a part of a part of why i did that is you know i think a lot of like the religious or christian artwork um, it's pretty. I mean, don't get me wrong. You look at the chapels, it, it, 
the composition is great. There's obviously mastery. Um, but as far as like our generation, there's definitely like we're inclined to being a little bit more sorrowful, anxiety, depression or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, a figure like Jesus is always presented as this perfect man, which if you believe he was. But I think a lot of people don't realize that the guy who claimed to be God also dealt with the depression you're dealing with. Yeah. You know, there's a lot more sorrow in the Bible than than the killings and whatever. I mean, read the Psalms. It, it, it speaks to the human heart. So when I was thinking about Jesus, I was like, and there's a verse under that cap in that caption of that uh, art piece. I said, uh, he who knew no sin had to become sin. And that's why you get like the famous saying, you know, Abba, Father, why have you forsaken me? Yeah. Well, it's because he was literally bearing the sin of past, present, and future. And like someone divine as the Lord wasn't even able to look at his son for his filth that he was carrying, which is very beautiful, man. I mean, that's just like, there's something crazy about that. And I just don't like the depictions of just, he looks injured. Like it's more than just looking injured. It's like this, I don't know. I can't really describe it because maybe it goes beyond words, but it that does was my attempt to go. try to... It definitely goes beyond that words. feeling. Oh, yeah, like I, 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 I understand what you mean by uh, he, he's more than injured. There's the he's also he's injured on the outside also, but in the mind he's also injured. He's going through a lot. He's going through anxiety, depression, any anything that you can think of. He and that speaks with with real life as well like even if we look at soldiers with PTSD or anything like that they're not just injured if if they if they got shot or anything they're not just injured physically they're injured mentally as well and that's something that mm -hmm. we need to look at a lot more especially with soldiers but with anyone that's been in sort of any disaster people are a lot of the times more injured in their minds than they are in their in, in like physically and that's something that we yeah. need to look at for sure Absolutely, well, I agree. I thought you wanted to say something. But. Oh, um, yeah. I just like how you can see like the pain on him, like in like in his uh, face, like it's very like visible and it's like, no, it's very like um, it's very visceral to look at. It's like holy, like it's like whoa, like feels very real. Yeah, yeah. yeah it does. Like it feels like a lot more re real than like what you were saying, like the old paintings and all that stuff. Like it, you know. Because like, it's nice to look at, but it doesn't show, like, the reality. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it's it's aesthetically pleasing, but it's it, it just doesn't have that liveliness. And for some, for some reason, that darkness or that sadness or whatever you want to call it brings it to life. Because there's nothing, I mean, hear me out. Not that happiness is a, is a cheap emotion, but there's something, it takes a, it takes a lot more effort to unlock the sadness within you, you know what I'm saying? Like happiness, yeah. you can, you know, just spur it out whenever you need it. But that heaviness, I think when we recognize it in somebody else or in an image or, or in a movie, like we don't question its authenticity. So yeah. when we see that pain, it's like, Oh, this has to be real. Not only is this real, this is probably very deep. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. and I don't know if happiness has that, has those same depths. So when we do see it, it's like, oh shit like something's happening here to the point where it becomes alive yeah and yeah. sometimes i'll be very honest with you there's some images that i feel like that they work 
because they are alive in some weird spiritual way. And we can get really into that, but it's going to get really abstract. But, um, but that's what I think brings it to life with that authenticity. And uh, yeah, I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing that you mentioned earlier that I find in your work a lot, because I, I like to look at uh, a lot of those uh, drawings that like uh, dementia patients and like schizophrenia patients like do of themselves as they slowly go on. When I look at some of your work, I'm like, that's sort of like what I'm seeing in here. I love the, like what you said with the schizophrenic and stuff like that. Like, did you study any, like, uh, anything into schizophrenia when you were looking at your art or anything? Like, looking at some of your drawings and what you were going to do with them? Uh, to be honest with you, no. And, <laughs> and, and I didn't look, I didn't do any study, um, what happened was, I think there was a, a point in my time, and this is where I'm going to open up for you. Yeah. Um, there was a time where I thought I was schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, so if you know me or, or any artist, I used to dabble a lot in psychedelics, right? Mm-hmm. And some people are okay with psychedelics. They work fine and they're able to do it for years to come. But I had a lot of like LSD trips and some mushroom trips, but mainly LSD. And ever since then, I don't know, something kind of triggered in me. Like I, I struggle with mental health and I mean, I'm sure that's obvious with some of the artwork that you see and not that I'm schizophrenic from, you know, every hour to hour. And I don't, you know, resonate with that emotion or that disorder anymore. I, I've, I've improved, but at the moment, like two, three years ago, when I was in the midst of darkness, the combination of darkness and LSD and um, abusive with all of, a lot of substances, I mean, there were moments where I had panic attacks I had like psychosis you name it and I was drawing during those peak moments right and I noticed that I was a lot shakier of hand I was very impulsive but impulsive in a very I don't know irritable kind of manic kind of way but I in by going through it I recognized the patterns that made that aesthetic look the way it did and and so I kept it, if that makes sense. So going through it, I learned it by actually being it. And then I'm like, well, that looks cool. Well, can I recreate that without having to be that? Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like I found the balance, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, that's really weird to say, but but it, it's as easy as I can put it together, you know? Yeah. Well, so that's why I think it, it has that feeling, because I think some of them I, I really was out of my mind. Mm. <laughs> Will, Will, would you like to tell uh, David a little bit about what you go through and stuff when you like to, uh, when you do a lot of uh, art and stuff like that? Like I yeah. know that I know that you uh, a lot of the times you get angry and stuff when you do uh, your art and stuff, and that comes out, and I, I I see it personally, and the faces and stuff that you do, it's very raw. I yeah. Think. Yeah, like, um, when I would get, like, angry or, like, sad or anything, like, um, because, like, at a certain time, I would just, like, so, like, pissed off at everything. Like, um, it was when, uh, oh, I just started, like, hating capitalism, and then, like, I just got, like, really upset with the establishment and all that stuff, and then, and and then I was, like, and then I just, like, would do art, and then I would just, like, make, like, uh, screaming faces and stuff like that, like, with, like, huge mouths and like teeth like just going down and all that stuff like looking all uh, crazy yeah but um it's kind of mellowed out a little bit now but 
Yeah. Do you, do you feel like that comes in waves? Like, are you able to draw um, when you're not like in, in an emotional state or rage or whatever it may be? Like, do you, do you, is it your fuel? And when you don't have it, do you produce? Um, I don't produce as much that that's yeah. Um, and like, I don't feel mm -hmm. like as inspired, like I kind of have to like bring myself to do it. But like when I'm in that state, I'll just be like, okay, yeah, it's time to, you know, time to do, do this. But then like when I'm not, I'm just like, Hmm, I don't know. Maybe I'll do art. I don't know. Yeah. Do you do you feel like that 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 rage because I did I can resonate too man and in the very beginning like I said it was an outlet for me now it's it's mellowed out so much that it, it, the old rage or whatever it may be isn't there anymore like it I, I I need to create it but then that's not a healthy lifestyle you know what I mean yeah and yeah, so it's interesting now having to find a new source of fuel uh, because in some way I feel like I've outgrown the angst or the rawness or whatever was ticking me off about the world yeah it's like well now i need to be pissed off about something else but then you're like well is that what i need to be doing or, sh or should i be growing also personally and then let the art reflect that like why do i always have to be you know seeking for despair mm -hmm. to whip something out that's good you know what i mean which a lot of artists man they get stuck in that cycle thinking that you know happiness or you know, antidepressants are going to kill them, you know, well, yeah. at least the creative aspect of them. Yeah. That's yeah, a challenge, man. I, I'm not a, I'm not yeah. an artist myself. I've, I've dabbled a little bit in, uh, in like painting and stuff like that, but obviously not as much as you guys. My art form is, uh, photography and, uh, poetry. I, I like to, uh, express as many emotions as I, as I can sometimes with as little as I can. Like, uh, I, uh, there's a photo that my, that my, a lot of my friends always come to me and say it's their favorite photo. And all it is, is a, it's a photo that I have of a chain link fence that, or not a chain link fence. It's a, it's it, just like a chain. It's, it's like a chain and stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's a black and white chain and people just love that photo. They love it. And the emotion that I tried to, uh, capture with it cause it's black and white and there's the blacks are really black and the whites are toned down a bit, but a lot of people, they almost feel like scared when they, I've heard people have described to me that photo as being scared or being felt like the, uh, felt like they're being held down. And, uh, that's sort mm. of the emotion that I was going for with it when I took it because, um, I dealt with uh, a lot of anxiety and I still deal with a lot of anxiety. And I, I know that feeling of being like, held down and feeling like I should get up and do something, but I can't at the moment. I can't, I can't get up to do this, you know, mm -hmm. like, and that's what I was mm -hmm. going for. And so many people have come to me and saying that they felt the same thing. So, but also I'm glad to get that out there. I'm glad people feel the same way and other people can help each other when they feel this way and stuff like that. I like getting that emotion out there because if other people are, if I'm feeling it and other people are feeling it too, that means that they're not as alone as they may think, mm. you know? Yeah. Well, it helps you too, man. It, it validates you making you feel like, well, I mean, I, I mean, I know these people, but I'm in the same room and in, in, in the spirit realm with yeah. these individuals feeling the same thing just geographically displaced you know what i mean yeah so, we all it's come. good because then you 
if you don't know if, if if you don't connect with somebody then you're like man am i the only one going crazy and then you isolate yourself and you're like man i must be really like not normal and there's something wrong with me but that's not the case you know what i mean there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of people dealing with what you're dealing with there's do so you, many uh, hayden do you post this stuff up do you got like a like an account for your poetry or anything like uh that? for uh i used to have one for my poetry i do have one for my t- photography i it's uh shaman it's uh shaman underscore i think it's two underscores shaman underscore underscore photography and that's what it is named after my uh uh my first one which is canadian shaman because i study a bit of um shamanic arts and stuff like that uh some uh, indigenous uh shamanic stuff Uh, i think it's awesome i like being able to uh help with the spirits and like uh, lift someone else up even though i'm not like a doctor or anything like that i like being able to maybe bring someone's mind out of something else which i've been able to do i've brought people into meditation classes and brought them through guided meditations and stuff like that and i was able to do that and i just think it's awesome it's one of it's one of the greatest feelings that i've ever known is uh helping someone else with their mind do you oh, still yeah. have Hayden Nedia? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hayden Nedia? Well, Hayden Nedia was an old account that I had that I used to just post all these like rage-filled things that only I got. But Hayden Nedia actually is the is twenty minutes or less. Okay, that's what I now. thought because I looked for it and I was like, "Where is it?" Yeah, no, it's twenty. <laughs> it's the Instagram page for twenty minutes or less. I deleted everything off of it because okay. instead of having rage, I now want love always coming out of something oh so people being able to they counteract each other now Hmm. one was rage and the other Mm -hmm. is love wait how many accounts do you have right now uh (laughs) four i think yeah man we all have so many accounts like holy freak (laughs) i had several before i had i had several accounts before i had the art account that that's the main one man it took me a while man to get out there in the world like for the longest time was like i was hesitant to just put you know put things out there Oh, because yeah. really it, it's too personal sometimes because you like people are not stupid and then you know they see the poetry you're writing or the or the images you're drawing the people who are you know are unfamiliar with art or what it's supposed to be they look at it and they say like oh this guy's crazy or he's unwell or you know all these judgmental things and it's like you know in a way you're, you're letting people know the inner state of you by broadcasting these 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 artworks or these mediums and it's like very vulnerable man but that's cool yeah. man because vulnerability is confidence you know what i'm saying oh yeah that's and, true and you need it for good art you need it for good art you know yeah you need um, it for like for anything. i was gonna ask you will um yeah what music do you listen to when you when you draw what's your thing oh oh Cause, man cause I, just... I found music to be a huge like conductor for whatever it is i'm trying to like get into you know so i'm curious to see what oh, yeah, music you listen to same um like i listen to like so many different things uh when i'm doing art um i've listened to jazz before during art like uh john coltrane and um, oh dude yes yes <laughs> Yes. Well, we can talk about Coltrane in a second, but continue with your list because I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I listen to Brian Eno and uh, hold on. I, I've got like a list of things that I have. Um, hold on a sec. And some of my works, like I've titled them after songs that were very um, impactful during the session. 
I, I, whenever I used to go on like photography, uh, things like out by myself or whatever, I would always plug in and, uh, I would always listen to a lot of jazz, Coltrane as well. Um, uh, I love Supreme is one of my favorite albums of all time. By Dude, John Coltrane. Yes. My favorite song off of that album is dear Lord. Oh um, yeah. It's just, it's just beautiful, man. I, did you see the documentary on Netflix? Uh, uh, John Coltrane? Chasing Chasing Train, I think it's called. Is that it? I think it is, yeah. yeah. They had it on Netflix. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. It was awesome. Yeah. Dude, there's something very beautiful about this, you know, when he made that one. It's very beautiful that he, like, he retreated, went into isolation to basically just write an, al- an album for God. Yeah. yeah. There's something very... I don't know, man. This is very cool. Very King David harp kind of thing. You oh, know? yeah. No, definitely. There's this uh, one. There's the one song. It's called uh, Alabama by John Coltrane. I think you can find it. It's under oh, the John yes. Coltrane Quartet. He came up with that song mm-hmm. while he went completely cold turkey off heroin and locked himself in his attic and wrote oh, that song. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But it's such a beautiful song. Yeah. Such a beautiful Jeez, song. Um. Was there another genre that you liked well, or is it are you mainly on the jazz thing? Oh, um, I've listened to uh, trap, trap music, <laughs> <laughs> um, post punk. Uh, what else? Um, do you know Swans? Swans? Yeah. I'm not too sure. Maybe. Yeah. Send me a link. I'm not too sure. If they're good, I'll listen. Oh, they're really good. Um. Yeah, they're re- they're really really strange though. I don't even know what like genre they are, but they they're just like they're really like weird, but they're awesome. Um, they're very like I don't even know like like their songs are like really dark most of the time, like just like really like kind of like scary sometimes. Um, but not like not like cheesy scary. It's like it's like whoa. Like I wouldn't want to listen to this album like alone at night or anything like it's like just creepy stuff sure. it sets the mood too well and it creeps you out yeah, oh, yeah that, that's that's cool man i uh i agree with you guys on the jazz out of all the other genres that i'm able to draw with and, and paint uh, jazz just does it for me there's something about just the it's a lot of it is improvised and they seem to really be singing from like a deeper place, you know? Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Definitely. One of my favorite guys, favorite guys is not only John Coltrane, but Miles Davis. Oh, like, oh so, Miles so Davis. What, Blue and green or like John Coltrane sentimental mood is just, I, I love music that portrays the tired soul. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Man. And not every song is able to do that. And not every genre is able to do that. But when a song, you know, just gives that vibe of just a heavy soul, just walking through earth, it's just like, man, that's honestly some some of my best art comes from that that type of music. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So that's that's what I usually listen to. If I listen to that, it's usually just silence and nothing else. Yeah. Well, I'd like. Uh... I'd like to thank you, David, so much for coming on this podcast. It means so much. <laughs> the 20 minutes are up? Uh, it's, it's, it's 23 a, minutes. It's actually 23 minutes. <laughs> oh, right dang. Now. Okay. Uh, All right, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, I'm, I'm really happy you guys invited me. It was fun. I enjoyed it. The, yeah, thank you so great. much. And Will, thank, thank you for coming here. I know how excited you were to meet David. Yeah, I, I was like... Oh my god. Like I was like freaking out right before we did, did this. I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> and well gentlemen that's when I say that's that <laughs>